This episode of the Derek Diamond Experience is brought to you by Audible. Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at audibletrial.com slash nerdcave. Over 180,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. You're listening to the Nerd Cave Network. Derek, 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 Diamond, 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 Diamond. Experience! Welcome to episode 192 of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast. Uh, here doing yet another Facebook Live AMA. You know, uh, did one last week. Um, didn't get a ton of feedback or a ton of questions, but still a lot of fun to do, and especially this time of year uh, with baseball season going on. It's a little tough to do content weekly. And as I've mentioned before, this is the first time I'm actually attempting to do a show every single week during baseball season, just because, you know, I got to hit that 200 mark when I want to hit it. So, uh, yeah, so there might be, you know, another stretch before we get to that point where I have to do uh, another Facebook Live. But let's see, we've got um, a few questions. Let's see, we've got Luke, Jake, and Gracie, as I like to call them, the big three uh, has joined, and they're actually just bombarding me with questions, so that that's really cool. Uh, Luke asked, what are your thoughts on Hugh Jackman? Well, Hugh Jackman is just so great, I can't think of a single word to describe him, but I, if I had to pick one, it would simply be charming. He seems like a very charming fellow, and he's top two as far as dream podcast guests of mine. Will it happen? You never know. We'll just have to uh, we'll just have to see what happened. Uh, let's see, uh, Jake. Interstellar is superior to any Wolverine. I completely disagree with that. Um, I'll give you the first two. If we're talking just Wolverine movies, I'll give you the first two. But no, Logan is a much much better movie. Logan's in my top ten favorite movies of all time. Uh, it transcends its genre. It's bigger than to me. Um, any comic book movie that's been done with the exception of maybe the dark Knight, Uh, but that's, that's up for debate, but you know, I really loved Logan. I loved the whole Western style theme to it. I thought it fit perfectly. I think the two best comic book movies of all time are Logan and the dark Knight. with infinity war is, is up there too. Infinity war was very, very good. So I, I disagree with you, Jake, the interstellar superior to any Wolverine. Uh, Luke, what is your favorite part about tarp pulls when they're over? Uh, no, if I had to actually pick a part, um, probably pushing the tube to the wall just because it's it's kind of that satisfaction of knowing that you've taken a giant piece of plastic completely off a baseball field. And I don't know if anybody, if any of you other guys who pull tarp do this. I usually don't look up whenever I'm going to the wall or if I'm pushing the tube just because I don't want to see how far I have to go, you know, because to me it just seems so much farther away, especially when you have to pull it all the way to right field. Uh, Luke, do you like burgers or hot dogs? If I had to pick one, I would say um, I'd go burgers, though I do like a really good hot dog. To me, burgers I can have really any time. 
but hot dogs to me are more like a summer thing. Like I would love to go to the beach right now and get a doghouse deli hot dog. Those are unbelievable. And if I ever go to the beach during the day, doghouse deli is like the must, the go-to place for lunch. You know, if I go in the evening, then I like to go to Peg Leg Pete's. Jake, who's your right-hand man? I, you, I'm, I don't know that I have a right-hand man because, you know, I, I am the right-hand man if we're talking about work. Um, but I will say Jake did do a very good job of being my right-hand man this past Friday when Adam and Luke were out uh, playing their show in Tallahassee with uh, their awesome rock band, the Unicorn Wranglers. You can check them out at unicornwranglers.com. And on Bandcamp, they've got a new a new record coming out uh, July 27th and a future appearance very soon back on the Derek Diamond Experience. Uh, it's been almost two years since I've actually featured the full band. Like They've been on but not talking about themselves. It's been doing like football stuff or, you know any kind of topic we can think of, but that'll be exciting. You know, I know they've been working really hard on it. Um, can't wait to hear the finished product and, uh, yours truly will be editing their music video, uh, which will be out hopefully in the next couple of weeks. Let's see. Uh, Raymond Satulio joined. Welcome Raymond, former podcast guest here on the cornbread Cosa Nostra episode. Go back and check that out. Uh, and also, uh, Uncle Bruce has joined. Uh, fantastic. Welcome, Bruce. Uh, Luke, favorite Hamilton song? When I first was introduced to Hamilton, it was easily my shot. But, you know, I, I think, J uh, Luke, you and Jake would both know I'd be lying if I didn't say the room where it happens. It's just got such a catchy beat. And it's got a good it's got a good story in it, you know, all in itself. And I, I love the the dance number. Uh, when I went to Atlanta to see the actual show. Let's see, Jake, can you say no to this? Uh, to you? No, I can never say no. Uh, let's see, Gracie McDonald, we ain't got no grilled cheese. <laughs> uh, that that's a, that's a nice inside joke there. Um, Raymond, Festival South Friday, if you can make it. Um, maybe. I, I would have to actually look and see the times. I mean, I would obviously love to go. I mean, I'm going to touch some, some more about uh, my upcoming film uh, later on in the show. Jake says Hamilton Roundtable. Yeah, we definitely do still have it in the works. Hopefully um, early July is when we'll get to do it. Um, we were supposed to do it this past week, but we had to bump it back. So um, still in the works. Still got a lot of podcasts in the works. It's just figuring out when to do them. Uh, Luke, the Unicorn Wranglers have a fantastic drummer, I hear. Yes, he is pretty fantastic, I'm not going to lie. Um, he's probably, he's either my first, second, third, or fourth favorite member in the band. I, I can't quite decide which one. Uh, Sean White's joined. Welcome, Sean, who also listens to the Nerd Cave Retro podcast, which I co-host with Jason Robbins every week. You can check that out at nerdcaveretro.com. Jake says uh, cryptozoology. Yep, that one's still uh, definitely in the works. That that was God. That's been in the works since like February, but we just haven't. We were going to do it, and I can't remember why we pulled the plug on it at the last minute. But it's still definitely in the works. 
Uh, let's see. Oh, good. I'm actually recording this. I thought I, <laughs> I thought I didn't hit the record button. Um, let's see. Well, <clears throat> excuse me. While I wait on more questions, um, I will talk a little bit about the Parker syndrome. I may have mentioned this in last week's AMA. I can't remember, but um, last Tuesday, I actually... Oh, Jake says, bye from the big three. We love you. Love you guys, too. Enjoy the rest of your dinner. So, um, I last week, I put out the casting call uh, for the Parker syndrome. And to my surprise, in a week, I've gotten around 20-something responses, which I absolutely was not expecting. Um, still got to go through some of the auditions. Not everyone has submitted theirs yet, but you know, it's, it's kind of humbling in a way because I always like to keep my expectations low with these type of things. I thought maybe I'd get, you know, four or five or just enough to have like every character covered, but they just kept rolling in and rolling in and, you know, people seem to be genuinely interested in it, which I find quite humbling. So my my goal is to hopefully have enough auditions to at least have an idea of who I want to cast by the end of the month and then do callbacks uh, in person in July and then hopefully start shooting around early October or late September. It really just depends on... I, I mean, it's definitely got to happen after baseball season's over. With UWF football, I can work around that because I think most of September they're on the road. I don't have the schedule right in front of me, so I can't really remember. But hopefully, you know, it'll it'll get to happen. There's still a lot of work that's got to be done. I've still got to do location scouting. I've got to figure out crew, you know, who's going to shoot it, who's going to run sound, who's going to do all this stuff. And, you know, this is a new experience for me. I've never, I mean, I've made movies before, but not with, you know, aspiring professional actors. I mean, I've done plenty of, you know, stuff with my friends that we, you know, that I took seriously, but, you know, it's just on a whole different level. And, but I'm, I'm very excited about it. Um, and with, you know, us now hitting the halfway point of baseball season, I can, I can kind of see the light at the end of the tunnel. And with that comes, you know, the movie comes, you know, more stuff with the podcast because, uh, let's see, uh, Funden says you haven't had a hot dog until you have had a white hot in Rochester, New York in a garbage plate. Um, I've actually never heard of that before. I, I did, when I was in Los Angeles, I did have uh, Pink's Hot Dogs, which were very, very good. Um, I'm actually going to look, let's see, White Hot Rochester, New York. Rochester. Let's see. Oh, wow. Let's see. The White Hot, and this is according to the Wikipedia is a variation on the hot dog found primarily in the Rochester, New York area, as well as other parts of western New York and central New York. It's composed of a combination of uncured and unsmoked pork, beef, and veal. Holy crap. This thing is huge. It's a quarter pound. Uh, it's, it's at Bill Gray's. This thing is freaking loaded. 
Oh my god. Wow. I Okay. I'll I'll have to I'll have to go up to New York and try this bad boy out. Let's see. Um for some reason like I saw Funden's question, but it's not refreshing in my main window here. Uh I hate Facebook sometimes. Okay, he commented on my my shared thing. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah, um, I'll have to do that. You know, I, I do want to go to New York eventually. Oh, that's another thing. Um, I mentioned this last week, but I did pull the trigger, and I am going to Philadelphia next month for Podcast Movement, which is this huge podcasting convention. Uh, it changes locations every year. Uh, it started, I think, back in 2014 when podcasts were really starting to get well known. I mean, podcasts have been around, you know, since the late 2000s or even as far back as the mid 2000s, I think, because I I have told this story before, but I remember, you know, driving to and from college, listening to the show called The Minority Report, which was about these five guys, all different ethnicities, you know, two were Italian, uh, one was Puerto Rican and two were black um, talking about wrestling. You know, that was kind of the common thing that brought all of them together. And, you know, the show has obviously changed since then. It's become uh, just the two Italian guys, uh, and it's called the Don Tony and Kevin Castle Show, which I still listen to every week. It's my longest tenured show I think I've ever listened to or possibly even watched because, like, you know, Cheers I never watched from the beginning because it started before I was born. But it's something that I've watched since its inception and still listen to it every single week. Um, so podcasts have been around for a while, and you know, podcast movement in itself has grown and grown and grown. And I've wanted to go the last two years. I think two years ago. Uh, oh, Jason Perry joined. What's going on, Chef? Welcome. It was uh, it's very nice having a drink with you earlier at uh, Old Hickory. Let's see. Oh, Funden. Sorry, I'm here. No, welcome, Funden. Welcome. You're. You normally ask some of the best questions. But anyway, um, it's July 23rd through the 26th, so I'm flying out the 22nd and then coming back the 27th. So definitely going to try to make some connections there. Uh, Definitely going to do some type of live podcast, hopefully, um, at Podcast Movement, whether it's, you know, with a guest. I'm hoping that's the case. Or, you know, it could just be, uh, me by myself, much like I'm doing right now. But either way, I'm really excited for it. Um, it's something I've wanted to do for a while. I think two years ago they were in Chicago, and then last year were in they were in Anaheim. And that was the one I really wanted to go to because at the time I had never been to California before. But base, with baseball season and all, it just didn't quite work out. But, you know, I'm excited to finally be going... Um, Something that's been on my list for a while is doing more traveling, whether it's, you know, to South Florida, which I've never been to. I just want to go to new places that I've never been before. And, you know, I got to go to Pittsburgh uh, last December, and now I'm getting to go to the other side of the state. So um, really excited for it. Um, I'll definitely be there representing this show as well as Nerd Cave Retro. Um take some business cards, hopefully get some guests on, and we'll just have to see what happens. 
I think we've got around uh, four people watching. So does anyone uh, have any questions? Uh, see, my Aunt Joe has joined. Welcome. Thank you for watching. Uh, yeah, anybody who's got any questions, uh, fire them off and uh, we'll see. Um, do you think they will start a draft to fill up the Space Force? <laughs> um, I, I will say the one thing for sure about, and, and I don't really like talking about politics on this show, but I will say that the only thing you can say for sure about our current president is nothing's for sure. It it wouldn't shock me if that was even brought up as a rumor. Nothing surprises me anymore. Um, I, I know a lot of people geeked out on Facebook about it, wanting to actually go up into space. I mean, I don't know. It, I, I've heard him say much worse. So it wouldn't surprise me, honestly, Funden, if there were talks of it, because like I said, nothing surprises me anymore. Uh, Space Force. I don't know, maybe then I'll finally get to go to a galaxy far, far away. You never know. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of anything else that's coming up. Um, oh yeah, this Friday, um, I'll be doing another episode, a live episode of this podcast. Let me make sure I've got all my correct information here. Uh, da, 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 da. let's see, dead air, can't have dead air, can't have dead air. Okay, so this upcoming Friday, June 22nd at 3.15 p.m. Central Time, I will be showcasing the upcoming film All Clear, which is being locally made here. Um, I'll be chatting with former guest Nicole Dixon, which you can check out her previous appearance on the uh, Women in Comedy Roundtable. Chris Jadala, who's been on the show with Kitty Get a Job and Scam County. You can check out both of those episodes. And first-time guest, uh, actually the director of All Clear, Mr. Phil Baker. So they'll be here. We'll be going live talking about their film, uh, the inspiration behind it. Uh, they recently started a Kickstarter campaign for it. So we'll be talking about that. You know, always love promoting, you know, the local stuff around here. And I will say I think you guys enjoy that too because – Going back and looking at the the download numbers, a lot of the local content does really, really well for some reason. So uh, definitely be sure to um, to stop by and check that out. Uh, Jason Perry, more bourbon, please. Absolutely. I, I, I don't know what was in that drink that we had, but it was really, really good. I wish I knew what was in it so I could have just gone to the store, made one, and I would probably be drinking one right now. I mean, I have, uh, I have drank on this show before. Uh, my cousin Jessica has joined. Welcome. Uh, Funden, nerds from 30 to 45 living with their moms drafted first along with, dr <laughs> along with drummers. Well, well, I do fit the age range, but I don't still live at home. So uh, does that exclude me from said draft? Uh, hopefully so. Uh <laughs> I'm just, I'm picturing Luke being the number one draft pick in the Space Force. Uh, that that would be pretty damn funny. Um, let's see. My Aunt Joe says, was that the people you had on before that were going to film locally? I don't remember their names. No, that was a different group. Uh, that was the group uh, from Scam County. They're actually filming their stuff um, as we speak. So I don't know when they'll be done. 
but I know they're in the process of doing it. So this is this is a different group. Um, yeah, that's coming up this Friday. So then the audio version will come out um, the following Thursday, which will be the da, 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 as my computer start. Okay, June twenty eighth. So if you can't make the live version, you can check out the audio version the following week. And then hopefully by that time, uh, we'll get to do the Hamilton Roundtable, um, Cryptozoology. I do want to do a uh, Mario Roundtable about the Mario Brothers video game series. Uh, real quick before we uh, continue any further, uh, for you, the listeners of the Derek Diamond Experience podcast, Audible is offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. They've got a ton of books to choose from, as I say on this show every week, fiction, nonfiction, sci-fi, gaming, romance, mystery, any genre you can think of, Audible has. And if you're always on the go like I am, it's a great service to have to be able to continue to read without having to sit down and read a physical copy. So to do that, just go to audibletrial.com slash nerdcave. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash nerdcave for your free audiobook download and 30-day free trial. So let's see. Uh, my Aunt Joe remembered the name. Funden says Space Force. Um, let's see. I'm trying to think if there's anything that I could ask you guys that are watching. Um, all right, here, here's one. What type of roundtable or just discussion in general would you guys like to see on this podcast? Because I, I've got a few ideas uh, in the back of my mind, but it just, you know, I, I'm always open for new ideas. And I've still got uh, now eight weeks to fill before I get to episode 200. And, <clears throat> excuse me, God, I can't stop burping since I had that bourbon. But um, as I mentioned last week, um, the roast of Derek Diamond will still be happening, but it won't be on Facebook Live. And that was because of a little uh, little incident that happened that kind of put some perspective on things as far as doing the, uh, as doing the roast live. So we're still going to do it, but I'm going to go through and basically edit it. And it's still... I'm still going to make it good. Like I'm not going to make it an entirely like PG roast because let's face it. That's kind of an oxymoron, but you know, anything that I guess is too extreme, um, I'll have to cut out unfortunately, but still very much looking forward to it. Um, you know, it's going to be here before you know it because, uh, it's as we're recording this, it's June 19th. So it's less than two months away. Uh, God, that's kind of crazy to think about because it's just, let's see, I don't understand what that comment is from Funda, Nick Tahos, not entirely sure what that means. Uh, let's see, so far no new questions, which doesn't really mean anything because I've had um, I've had issues with this in the past where I've had, uh, let's see, da, 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 come on. <laughs> uh, Funden, how about a round table featuring where you jamokes will be in five years? God, because there's no telling where we'll be in five years. 
I'm probably still working in minor league baseball if I had to guess. Would you? I I don't know. That that would be pretty damn funny. Um, I, I will say, and I, I think I've told you this, Funden, but I do. After the season's over, I want to do a roundtable with the production staff, and we just tell funny stories that's happened, you know, since 2012. I and mean, there's some stories I'm sure that, like you and Gay and Waldron, could tell that you know happened before I got there. Um, tell us what you have in mind, and we'll tell you what we think would be a good idea. Well, I mean, I mentioned, you know, the there's obviously Hamilton, there's cryptozoology. I want to do a Mario roundtable. Uh, Uptown Eddie's joined. Welcome, Eddie. I've actually let me. I'll try and pull up my Excel sheet, but it might crash my entire computer. With the, this is this is definitely live when you're pulling up documents as you're recording a podcast. But hey, it's all good. Oh, I'm getting Snapchats. Let's see. Eddie, if you're still watching, how's it going? How are you enjoying your uh, Dr. Andrews bobblehead? Or doing, you know, whatever it is that you're doing? Uh, let's see. In the works, I have listed Hamilton Roundtable, Cryptozoology Roundtable, Chefs of Pensacola. Uh, that's one where I want to do, like... I want to interview chefs from local restaurants and just kind of get their story and, you know, some of their favorite things to cook and things like that. Uh, Agents of the Emerald Coast, which would feature agents of local actors. I thought it would be interesting to get, you know, their perspective on how they work in the filmmaking business. Um, Unicorn Wranglers, that'll be coming up in mid-July. True Crime Stories, that was one that me and a couple of co-workers had talked about doing uh, the roast, obviously, that'll be episode 200. And of course, you know, way down the line when the Parker syndrome gets made, I'll have to do a, a panel about that. Like that, that absolutely has to happen. Let's see. Funden, how about one with all the creepsters? Aren't those my just my normal episodes? Uh, Eddie, it's good, buddy. LOL, just finished Sushi Night at Atlas. Oh, that sounds delicious. I could go for some sushi right now, even though I did try the new graffiti pizza place uh, downtown. It was actually quite good. Uh, anyone who's in Pensacola should definitely uh, go check that out. Um, yeah, so the, those are kind of the ideas that I have, at least in the immediate future. I know that All Clear will come out next week. Uh, but still, still a few more to go. I, I want to get, I want to try to get some type of decent or big name for episode 201. So that way I can just drop that bombshell at the end of the roast. And I've still got to figure out who I want to be on the roast panel. I've got to put out actually a new name, um, either tonight or first thing in the morning. Uh, one about comic books. I'm actually not as big into comic books as you might think. Um, I've gone through phases where I've read comic books, but I mostly like the movie adaptations just because, you know, I don't know what it is. Like when I was a kid, I read comic books, but then I kind of got out of them as I got, you know, into my teen years. And then um, right before I got out of high school, I got back into them for a bit, then fell off, uh, got back into them when I started podcasting. Because we, um, 
you know, we used to do actually uh, me and a former co-host of mine from the Nerd Cave. Uh, we used to do a um, comic book podcast, and that lasted a few months, and then just kind of got out of reading them again, and haven't really picked them back up. Uh, my aunt Joe asks, "What do you think about the Star Wars they are adding to Hollywood Studios? Are you going to go when it opens?" Well, I'd love to go when it opens, but we all know that it's going to be, I won't even say insane, I'll say it's going to be stupid because of how many people that are going to be there. Um, definitely going to go, but I think I might wait um, maybe as much as a year. Um, I don't know that I would be able to wait that long. I'm definitely not going to go right when it opens just because it's going to be so crazy, but you know, if it opens in the summer, then I might go like that December just to, you know, give it a few months to calm down a bit. It's still going to be slammed, but I think I would rather go in December when maybe a few less people are there. Funden, how about one about baby goats? What we should do with that is if we're going to go to a baby goat farm, I should just bring my podcast stuff and record me, Funden, Waldron, and Thompson just talking about baby goats. I, I've, I've kind of thought about doing one where I have, um, it's just like me and a friend talking and we're just like, you know, we're going somewhere. I don't know what we would talk about, but doing like a kind of an on location one, it could just be like, you know, a life discussion. It can be a topic about a movie or anything. Almost kind of like, um, that Seinfeld show comedians in cars drinking coffee. One about fainting goats. That that sounds kind of morbid. I don't know if I would want to do one about fainting goats. Oh, and also, uh, my mother, uh, Donna, has joined. Welcome. Thank you for watching. See, I actually like doing these, I think, a little bit later in the day. I could, prob I could probably push it back to 8.30 because I'm 30 minutes in right now and I've got up to six people watching. So I think it was definitely smart to push this back... Um, a little bit later. Eddie, is it me or does The Walking Dead keep getting worse? It's definitely not just you. And I'll say as somebody who hasn't watched the show since season three, I, oh, fun and sounds great. Everybody loves baby goats. And uh, everybody go click on Baby Goat Party. Follow that on Facebook. Yeah, Walking Dead does keep getting worse. Um, from what I've read about it, I still kind of keep up with what happens even though I don't really watch it. It just, I, I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it's a good show. You know, I, season one was great. Season two I thought was really good. Season three was where I kind of fell off of it a little bit. Just because I thought things were just getting a little, little too far out there. And I know with, um, with the main actor whose name I can't remember off the top of my head, um, I think he's leaving after this next season. So if I were them, I would probably just wrap it up because I remember reading that ratings were going down. So to me, you should end it. Like if your top actor doesn't want to do it anymore, I think that's the time that you should end it. You know, like Cheers ended when Ted Danson left. I know they wanted to keep it going, but, you know, the cast didn't want to do it without him. So I, oh, Eddie, Infinity War podcast. Yeah, we should definitely do that. Roundtable about why you're running for mayor. 
So I'll I'll explain that story. So for those who live in Pensacola, um, our mayor, Ashton Hayward, a couple of months ago announced that he was not going to seek another term, which means that he'll be at the end of the year. He will no longer be mayor. Well, me and Waldron were sitting in the office talking about, you know, well, who's going to run? Because, I mean, we had no idea. And me just kind of joking around, and this is why I don't joke around. Uh, he's, I said, yeah, I, I, I'll do it. You know, anybody can do it. So in our staff meeting a few minutes later, he announces that I am going to run for mayor. So since then, you know, most everyone now in the office calls me Mayor Diamond, and I will say it, it does have a, a certain ring to it. I, I don't hate it. Granted, I know absolutely nothing about politics, and I despise politics with pretty much every fiber of my being, but Mayor Diamond does sound pretty good. I'm not going to lie. Uh, let's see, any other questions? We're coming up on a little over half an hour here. I mean, I'll, I'll still keep going if you guys want to keep asking questions. I mean, I've got, I've got virtually no plans other than, oh, my aunt says to go for it. I, I don't know. I mean, it, it would be kind of a funny story if I were at least able to get like 10% of the vote. I think I would consider that to be a victory because I could be the guy who knows nothing about politics, but everybody seems to like for some reason. I have no idea. Uh, but yeah, like I said, I, I'll keep going if you guys want to keep asking questions. I've got no real plans. I'm actually not really that tired. I mean, I'm just going to work on movie stuff, so... Um, yeah, I'm trying to... I wonder if there's a way I can see who all is watching. Uh, let's see here. Let me open up another tab. Da, 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 There was something else I was going to plug, but I can't remember what it was. Yeah, I can't really tell. Can't really tell who all's watching. I've had a seventh person join, but I can't see who it is because, of course, stupid Facebook isn't going to cooperate with me about. Uh, what is your position on trash recycling? Um, I'm all for recycling. I know there there are certain places who don't really do it that I think should. I mean, I I think. I think everybody should recycle. I mean, I've got a recycling bin here at my house. You know, I mean, I, I was, I grew up in a household where we did recycle. So, you know, I'm, I'm all for it. I have a feeling that this is going to turn into some type of a political debate. I thought you were going to run against me, Fundin. Uh, Shannon Petty has joined. Welcome. Thank you for watching. Yeah, I think I might actually, the next time I do one of these, I might bump it back to 830 because that gives everybody plenty of time to get home from work, get settled in, have dinner, all that fun stuff. Uh, yeah. So, I'm trying to think if there's any interesting news stories to talk about. Oh, one other podcast I might do. Um, we haven't done this actually since before baseball season started, but we do have what we call the Blue Wahoos Astrophysics Club where we meet up and we each present a article about 
You know, it can be from NASA.com, space.com, something to do with space, and we just talk about it. Um, We did record one episode, but I didn't really like how it turned out, so it's going to be one of those few occasions where I don't use an episode that I've recorded. There have been, I think that might be only the second time that I've done that. Um, I actually did, um, a few years ago, did an interview with the guy who founded uh, Grayton Brewery out at Santa Rosa Beach, but the audio quality was just so bad and you know, the, we, we did the, the interview over Skype or he was on the phone. I was on Skype and the, the Wi-Fi was just so bad that we just kept losing connection. I think we lost connection three or four times and the audio was just so bad that, you know, never ended up using it. That, that should be one that I go back and do like a brewery podcast would be pretty fun. Cause then I'd get to go to different places and, and have beer. Uh, let's see. Uh, Shannon is, or my aunt Joe says Shannon is my friend. Yeah, I've met Shannon before. Uh, oh, this is genius. I love this idea. Drunk round table on Luke's birthday. The Luke Thompson 21st birthday extravaganza on the Derek Diamond experience. I absolutely love it. Um, I will actually, I'm going to bring that by him tomorrow. He'll, he'll love it. I'm actually, I'm going to take a picture of that. And, yep, you know we're alive when we're doing this. Let's see. Take that. And we're going to send that to Luke and Jake. Cool. Let's see. Oh, now we've got eight people who have joined. Sweet. I don't think I've had this many people since, like, November when I was doing these, I think, every other week. And, you know, some of the regulars I know are are doing stuff. I know, like, Donna is in Birmingham at the All-Star Game. Uh, yeah. So, I uh, kind of crapped out here. Oh, here we go. Um, yeah, so, I don't really see any interesting news articles to talk about. Um, well, they're making gargoyle pop figures. That's pretty sick. I loved that cartoon back when I was a kid. Oh, and apparently, I don't even want to read that. It's going to make me angry. It's about the Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Um, let's see. Uh, Joseph Randolph has joined. Welcome, Joseph. Thank you for checking this out. Uh, Funden says, it's the baby goat chat. No, I really think we should do the whole baby goat thing. I think that would actually be a lot of fun. Just, you know, four guys driving out to Cantonment or wherever we would go to find baby goats. Oh, and Jeff Childers has joined from the First Circus. Shout out to Jeff. Yeah, I should have told you that I was going to be in Atlanta a couple of weeks ago. I could have met up with you guys. Uh, Jeff is from the First Circus, also known as the former 100th podcast guest of this very podcast, The Derek Diamond Experience, and frequent Blue Wahoos guests. They like to come out uh, every April and entertain the masses with their fun and fertastic antics. Uh, you can check them out. Uh, just search for Fur Circus. You can find them on YouTube. Yeah, next time, I, I promise next time that I go to Atlanta, I will let you guys know for sure. Because last when I went back in November, I know Rob was very upset that I didn't tell him. And 
you know, didn't let you guys know when I was there a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah, who knows? All right, so any any more uh, questions that you guys have in the chat? Because if not, I'm going to probably wrap this up here in a couple of minutes because it is <sighs> for sure if you are. I love it. Absolutely love it. Um, yeah, any more like last-minute questions you guys have, I'll stay on for a couple of more minutes. Uh, see, I can get you guys some good bourbon that is made here in Atmore. I didn't know bourbon was made out in Atmore. Detling bourbon. I will, let me take a picture of that so I can, I can check that out for later. Cause we were, we were talking about bourbon and whiskey uh, at Old Hickory earlier, which that was my first time going there in like three years, which, which was, was really fun. Uh, hey, Matt, Matthew Campbell has joined. Welcome. Are you going to get the NES Classic? Fortunately, during its original run, I did get it as a surprise Christmas gift, which was quite shocking because, you know, you couldn't find those things anywhere. You know, I, I remember when the day those came out, I got to Target. I think Target opened at 8, or at least the one by me did. And I got there like, 10 minutes early and to to put this in a nice way this dipshit uh basically rubbed it in my face that he was able to get one of the eight yes eight nes classics that they had in stock i don't know the exact number that they released up oh, good night aunt joe um yeah i don't know the exact numbers that they released but it was not that many because target only had eight Best Buy had, I think, 10. Walmart had six. So it was a really, really bad decision by Nintendo. And they did learn from it a little bit with the, the SNES Classic that came out last year. Um, I love both of them. You know, I, I was more of a Super Nintendo fan. The NES was a little bit before my time, though I did love playing, you know, the original Mario and Zelda on NES, those were really the only games that I played. Like, I missed out on Mega Man, Castlevania, a ton of games. But the SNES, that was my system. It's still my all-time favorite system to this day. Uh, you know, spent so many hours playing Mario World, Link to the Past, Ninja Turtles, so many great RPGs for it. You know, I... I do hope that the NES Classic, you know, that they did learn from it and they put a, a lot more out um, in stores. At least I hope so anyway. I mean, it, it seems like Nintendo's doing a little bit better because, you know, the Switch is doing really well. Um, that wasn't very available when it first came out. You know, I was fortunate enough to get, um, to get one online uh, at Amazon. And a funny story about that was we actually had to work a college baseball tournament the day that the Switch came out. So um, I had my phone set to notify me from Amazon when my package would arrive at my apartment. And as soon as I got the notification, I got up and I left and I went to go get it. And I played Breath of the Wild for like an hour and then, you know, had to go back to work. But the Switch is great. I, I really, really enjoy it. Um, you know, you've got so many great games like Breath of the Wild, Mario Odyssey, uh, Mario Kart, Splatoon 2, 
Um, I just downloaded, um, they just released Fortnite. Um, I have not played it yet, even though people keep telling me that I need to. So, um, yeah, the Switch is great. And they've got Smash Brothers coming out at the end of the year. Mario Party. I'm sure next year we'll see whatever this new Pokemon game is supposed to be. Hopefully a Metroid, maybe a Star Fox. You know, we'll we'll have to see. But Nintendo, I think, is doing really well with the Switch. And I, I hope they keep doing what they're doing because video game, like the video game world is so much better when Nintendo is on top. All right, let's see. Who else do we have in here? Uh, we've still got five people watching, which is which is quite surprising. Uh, let's see. Any any news articles? Nothing really in the wrestling world. Uh, I don't really want to talk about the Sonic story because, for one, I read it and it made me angry. Um, for those who are still watching, let me uh, let me ask you guys this. What do you think about Disney trying to buy Fox? Do you guys think that Disney is getting a bit too big? Because they own Marvel, they own Star Wars, they own Pixar. You know, is Disney getting to be too big? Because Comcast made a counteroffer that was bigger than Disney's. It says here, uh, this is from comicbookmovie.com. Disney is expected to increase offer for Fox's assets after Comcast bid, but the clock is ticking. Let's see. We recently brought you the news that a federal judge has determined that AT&T's proposed $85.4 billion purchase of Time Warner was legal, which prompted Comcast to charge in with an all-cash Oh my God, an all-cash offer of $65 billion to acquire much of Fox's film and television assets. However, Disney won't be bowing out of the chase just yet. According to CNBC, the Mouse House is expected to add a cash deal to their current offer of $52 billion in stock, now valued at $55, but there is a time limit. Fox's higher-ups are meeting tomorrow to decide what to do next, and if they do go with Comcast's offer, Disney will have five days to counter it. Obviously, Marvel fans are hoping to see Disney come out on top of this bidding war, but we'll just have to wait and see how it goes down. Be sure to check back for updates. Let's see. Uh, Jeff says, too big. All the media groups are way too big. I do agree with that, but I will say the fanboy in me really wants to see the X-Men and the Fantastic Four finally done right, especially the Fantastic Four, because, I mean... The X-Men franchise has had its its highlights, you know. I think when they went with that younger cast and did, like, First Class and Days of Future Past and Logan especially, you know, I thought those movies were really good. Apocalypse sucked. You know, of the original movies, the second one is great. The first one was okay. The third one was terrible. But the... I don't know, there's so many pros and cons to it because if they... If this happens, I feel like for at least one time they've got to bring back Hugh Jackman and bring him back as Wolverine so he can interact with with the Avengers. Now, granted, we don't know what's going to happen after Avengers 4, and that can make everything totally irrelevant. Who knows? Yeah, I I guess I guess I'm kind of on the fence about it. 
you know, I, I do agree with you in the sense that I think Disney is getting a little too big and eventually they will want to own everything, but it's just crazy how they keep spending these this huge mass of money, but they make it back. You know, I I think they spent four billion to get Star Wars and they made half of that back with Infinity War. That's one movie. That's absolutely insane how that happens. And you know, I don't Star Wars is is getting its backlash, but the crazy thing is that Marvel really isn't. You know, they they've had a couple of duds, but for the most part, everyone seems to like the Marvel movies. But when the Last Jedi came out, that kind of divided the fan base. And then, you know, I thought Solo was a good movie, but no one wanted to go see it because they were still butthurt over the Last Jedi. Now, granted, I think some of that is Disney's fault. I think they, I think they should have pushed Solo back to December. To me, that's when Star Wars movies should come out because, especially with a movie like Infinity War that's been built up over a decade, or for a decade, I should say. You know, you're not really going to be able to compete with something like that. And with all the other stacked summer movies that are coming out, leave Star Wars. Star Wars, to me, is special enough to where it should have its own time to do its own thing. And, you know, with December, you know, school's out for Christmas. People are having Christmas breaks, Christmas vacations. So you can go on a Monday at 2 o'clock in the afternoon before Christmas because chances are you're not going to have work or, you know, your kid's not going to have school. So you can take your kid to a 11 a.m. show or a 2 p.m. show and you don't have to wait until 7 or 8 o'clock at night. Uh, let's see. Bree Niddle has joined. Welcome, Bree. Uh, thank you so much for watching. Jeff says, but Rogue One was amazing. I totally agree with that. A lot of people didn't like Rogue One. Rogue One's one of my favorites. You know, seeing... Because that was such an important story in the franchise. You know, seeing the the Death Star plans and how they were stolen and you know, seeing the actual like finalized construction of the Death Star, and you know, I thought the CG they did with bringing basically Tarkin back to life was amazing. And a lot of people didn't like that, but the guy—I can't remember the actor's name—but his family gave their blessing for them to do it. So, to me, that's really all that you need. You know, if it's okay with them. It should be okay with all of us. Let's see. All roads lead to lost Disney's. Take the next left. No right. It doesn't matter. Go straight. All roads lead to lost Disney's. Very well said. I. They could own everything at some point. You never know. Uh, James Poole has joined. Welcome, James. Thank you so much for checking out this Facebook Live podcast. Actually, this is working out way better than I thought it would. You know, we're going uh, pretty close to an hour here. You know, last week, I, I don't know if it's the the later start or what it might be, but I, I knew of several people that were going to be busy, so I thought that I wouldn't have much of a turnout tonight. So uh, thank you guys all very much for uh, for tuning in to check out the episode. Um, I do think that I'm probably going to wrap up here. Um, I do have a couple of things I got to work on. Um, as I said, you know, I'm going to be doing another Facebook Live this Friday at 3.15 p.m. Central Time. Uh, 
uh, let's see, uh, Jeff, no sports on TV. Now that that can't happen. The the sports franchise the the sports is way too big on TV with advertising and revenue and things like that. It's got it's such a big business. Uh, but as I said, this Friday, check out my feature of the film All Clear with Phil Baker, Nicole Dixon, and Chris Jadala. That will air on this very channel, facebooklive.com slash ddiamondpodcast at 3.15 p.m. Central Standard Time this upcoming Friday, June 22nd. If you can't check it out, the audio version will be available next Thursday. Uh, oh, Jeff, there are no sports on TV tonight, so I tune in. Okay, well, that makes total sense. That makes absolutely total sense. Um, yeah, so check that out. Um, you know, that'll air, the audio version will air next week. In July, we'll have the Hamilton Roundtable, the return of the Unicorn Wranglers to the Derek Diamond Experience, which should be a very exciting time. The whole gang will be here, Adam, Ian, Joey, and Luke, talking about their new record, Greetings from the Space Van, which comes out July 27th uh, on iTunes and Spotify and anywhere you can download uh, download the music, as they call it. Um, they're episode will be airing in mid-July. Um, I'll be going to podcast movement at the end of July, so check out. I'll be doing a Facebook Live there, I'm sure, at some point. It might just be me on my phone. Who knows? We'll just have to see what happens. Hopefully, I can grab a guest for that. If not, then you guys will be stuck with me. And of course, upcoming uh, in early August will be episode 200, The Roast of Derek Diamond, which should be uh, a lot of fun, and I may lose some friendships because of it, but you know what? That's okay, because it's all about entertaining you guys, the audience. That will actually air uh, August the 16th, which will be the Thursday before my birthday. It's funny how that works out. So on that note, uh, thanks everyone who joined in and asked questions. Had a lot of fun. I'm sure I'll be doing another one of these probably in the next couple of weeks. Uh Follow the show on social media. Obviously, if you're watching live, Facebook uh, at D Diamond Podcast. I'm also on Twitter and Instagram at D Diamond Podcast. You can check out the podcast itself on iTunes, Spotify, and all podcasting platforms. And I think that's going to do it for this week's show. So enjoy the rest of your week. Have a safe and fun weekend. Thank you for tuning in to this really fun episode of the Derek Diamond Experience. I am your host, Derek Diamond. And we'll see you guys back here next Thursday or if you're watching live this Friday with All Clear. Listening to a Nerd Cave Network production.